yeah no it's gonna be it's a december i don't know my, i don't i don't know what to say but it's a december it's december you know i'm seeing people celebrating we in the festive mode and so many things have been happening and yeah, it got me thinking a lot but it's some some things that we're going to be breaking down but anyway without wasting any time uh welcome to another episode of current reviews whereby we discuss current issues that are happening in the country and this is a show where we get to speak about so many things we speak about politics we speak about issues with electricity politicians but lately we've been concentrating a lot on the road to election uh, because next year it's the year of change it's the 30 it's south africa is turning 30 years old it will be 30 years old in the democracy uh, status and it will be the year of voting also because if you can recall in 1994 when everybody went and voted out in numbers and actually got the ANC to be in governance and govern. And yeah, it's the past 30 years, we we need to start reflecting of what happened in the past 30 years and all that. But like I said, it's the current review and my name is Tem Hokozi and I'll be your host today and my colleague Uru Tamsan is not here today. And I'll be driving the show and I've got a co-host also, you know. Uh, in the regards, and guess who I went and got the editor in chief for Central News, which is Mr. Tace Kiba. He'll be joining me today, and we'll be discussing. As you can see, NA is still in his formal attire, it's Mr. Office Work. Now I'm in December, I'm outside, I'm chilling outside, I'm enjoying the sun because, hey, uh, Mr. Tace, my brother, and how are you? Um, and I'm fine, man. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah? Ah, it's good, my brother. As you can see now, I'm in the December mood. I'm chilled. I'm relaxed. I'm just trying to find my feet. But, you know, there, there are so many things that have been happening. And I know with you as the editor-in-chief for Central News, you always updating us with news, current affairs. We're always reading Central News and seeing all these bulletins that are coming out. What's been happening in your world, my brother? Because my world, it's been sad, it's been good, it's been painful. You know? A lot of things have been happening this side when, when you look at in the free state there, which is where we are based, and also in Gauteng, also in the Northwest province. But we can start in free state. Um, the story of 600 million, or more than 600 mm. million, that has been returned to the National Treasury, um, by the Department of Human Settlement in the Free State, which is currently led by the MEC, um, Gates of Toto Makume. Um, what a shameful story for the department as well as the government of Free State there. Mm. But has, has, has the 600 million actually left the department or is it something that they're speaking about taking? Because we've noticed that uh treasury would come in and ask them to say guys have you spent money what's going on what are the projects and uh last week on one of the interviews it was mentioned that we were speaking to the spokesperson for for, for eff in the free state and he mentioned the fact that it's due to politics internally that's actually delaying the process of appointing service providers to actually build houses now in this regard um i know the presidency is involved 
and there's certain questions that have been asked, but we are not hearing anything from the executive of this province. Now, that amount you'll remember, it's from the financial year of 2022 to 2023. So, we are already now in the 2023 to 2024 financial year. So, that amount, of um, legislature in free state. So he's one of the people that are exposed to some of these discussions when they take place in the legislature there. So that money is going to be returned um, to the treasury because the department failed to spend it. And you'll also realize um, after we released the article, the MEC came out to say that it is it was not his responsibility because it happened in 2022 mm. to 2023. It was probably the responsibility of the current chairperson of the ANC in Free State and also the Premier, which also goes back to the fact that it's a problem of ANC. You highlighted the issue of politics. It's a problem of ANC. Dodo Makume can distance himself, that's fine, because he's the newly appointed MEC. But at the end of the day, when people look at it, the former MEC or the previous one is the mm. current um, chairperson of the ANC. He's responsible for that. The deputy provincial chair of the ANC is distancing himself from that. But you also remember that Dodoma Kume was part of the IPC that Mkolisi Dugwana reported to. So mm. who is fooling who here? Why they would even want to distance themselves? It's the ANC mess that they need to take account for, that they need to take responsibility for that's why the mec said in his budget he's not vowing to surrender any amount but at the moment more than 600 million is going is going back yes and the saddest thing you raised something that is actually affecting the development and the progress in this province the lack of accountability especially when it comes to the executives it's sad to say, like when you spoke about the current premier, who's also the current chairperson of the ANC, um, the financial year that you mentioned, he was then the MEC for housing, for human settlement. And he was actually tasked to actually oversee the backlog of housing that has been in this province. And funny enough, I can come to think of it. I was doing my own little research the other day, and I get to notice for it. Nothing much has ever been done actually in the past six years. And as much as he came in and he took over two departments, which is Cogta and Human Settlement, but when you look at it and you like, but in that current financial year when he took over uh, and he said he's going to bring change, what change has it, has, it, has it been done? And two, in terms of the accountability that needs to be done, you know, this thing of I say Nike man, I say ing, ing, ing. Sure. It's, it's the thing that is actually killing this country. Leaders need to learn to take accountability to say, okay, I failed here, or this is my mistake. This is how I can fix it. But instead of them coming back now, uh, they are failing to do that. So in this regard, the 600 million, it's a lot of money. 
it's a lot of money, my brother, and it's very disturbing when a, a deputy chairperson of a province of the governing party, as the MEC, comes to say, it was not my responsibility. So mm. you are still a member of ANC. You expect people to trust ANC. You expect people to put their confidence um, in the ANC. But if you come back and react in this kind of way, it sounds irresponsible in my view, because you'll also understand there are allegations of um, political sabotage, whereby it is alleged that the previous MEC decided not to spend this money because of there were contractors that are linked to the former premier of the province, which is Ntate Ismahashuli. But at the end of the day, we are talking politics. People are suffering. You know, people are still living in houses that have asbestos. People have been promised by the same ANC to say, well, come and remove them, but they are not removing them. People are still, I can tell you now that it's still incomplete. That project started long time ago, even before the MEC, the current MEC becomes the MEC. But what is it that he's doing? One of the questions that I put to them is that they are claiming that they are doing something about removing asbestos. Contractors are on the side. But I asked them, can they give us at least a figure to say, up to so far, these are the households that we've managed to help because people have been waiting. They have failed to give me that answer, but they are claiming that they are dealing with the issue. We are still waiting for that number. You know, now that when we speak about accountability, I just want to throw you off this, this thing. There's something that just popped up right now. And it's 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 the Department of Arts and Culture. Man. Sure. And yesterday we saw your Facebook was lit. You know? sure. <laughs> no, the thing is that the president is coming this weekend, um, this Friday, if I'm correct, in, in Machabe. On Thursday, in Machabe. And Machabe, Machabe municipality has been surrounded by controversy in like a lot with workers not being paid, service providers being paid, lack of service delivery. We're hearing stories from a public point of view. It's a mess. It's a disaster and a half. And internally, we don't know what is going on. We based, we are being told by certain employees that are coming out and giving us stories. And we hear the president is going to try and address issues in the form of an ubizo. And now that he's going to go to the Zimbizo, also came a, a serious problem uh, issue that was raised yesterday, especially in the arts and culture, especially with the creative sector, whereby now there's a summit that the Premier and the Department of Arts and Culture is hosting, and people were not happy because, yeah. because we saw we saw national people, let me not call them national, I, I need to stop doing that. We saw celebrities, the likes of Boso Mizi, Bo, Bo, can I give man this act? Oh, where's that post? Yeah, Boso Mizi, let me use Boso Mizi as an example because everybody went in on him. Kore, he's the curator of the workshop that is coming here. And people are raising issues to say, but you guys are not familiar with our politics internally, which is a good point. And certain others were raising issues, but certain sectors were not consulted. Arts and culture gets it the way, but and we even saw 
you know, it was very interactive. We saw even the HOD trying to come in to defend the department to say, look, it's a program that needs to be done. One, two, three, four, five. We saw we've partnered with these service provider because according to what the department from the info that we get from the department is that there is a service provider that's been that they are working with who's implementing this project. However, it's the way it was communicated by the service provider for excluding the provincial local talent only to release them yesterday when there was a big row row. So the question was, other person was asking to say, why didn't you start with the talent, the local? But what I'm seeing, what I'm trying to say to you is that there is lack of accountability, especially from the executive. Yes, we saw the HOD taking accountability, coming in, commenting, answering people. And it's somebody who's trying to, you know, uh, manage the situation because he's the new HOD. He's brought into new politics. And these are politics that have been existing for a very long time. Your take? I think also on that, it's, it's very disappointing to see that a provincial department fails to plan seek advices from external stakeholders before they do such events because if they were advised correctly um, we all know you can't bring any event to a certain area without empowering artists or local creatives that are there you need to include them whether it's a provincial it's a local it's a national you need to include them in your lineup yes you are speaking mm -hmm. about a service provider that you are working with but it seems like you are working with people who don't understand your people. And if they don't understand your people in first aid, you are going to fight for with your people in first aid because at the end of the day, you are not a national department of arts and culture. You are a provincial department which is based in free state. You need to include your, your people, whether you look at it from the other perspective or from the other perspective. But it seems um, it's a story that we, we need to look into because we should also question who are these service providers that you are inviting into such events? Are they coming outside of free state? Why do you invite people that are coming out? If they're coming out, don't you have people in the free state who can do the job? You know, it's questionable in terms of how they're arranging these things. But it's very disappointing to see that the department has decided not to include the local artist. Who's going to empower them? Are you expecting them tomorrow to go and vote for you as a party to keep you in government while you are not um, empowering them. They should learn from other political parties. Um, EFF, for an example, they did an event at a stadium. They included some of the artists that were local artists. Um, yes, not all people will be satisfied, but at least from that, you could see that they empowered young people, especially musicians. They were part of that event. They were part of that celebration that they were celebrating. So I think at some point our departments are ill-advised. And as you say, in terms of accountability, they don't want to take accountability. In terms of the HOD, I saw the discussions, but my brother, it's not enough to comment on a post that has been posted by Mr. Kozi or Mr. Khiba, release a statement as a department to explain the mess that you have done because there are people who did not see that discussion they are still frustrated by why are you putting so busy while we have so many people that i can name the mm. list is endless mm. that is true because um it's gonna come back to that issue of accountability we even saw during makufe whereby 
provincial. Let me not just put it on the department as much as arts and culture is the one that are hosting. But it, I was quite disappointed with the fact that Jorge, even the executive, which is the premier, couldn't come back to the people and actually release a statement to say, guys, due to one, two, three, four, five, the reason why we don't want to have Makufi is because of these foreseen circumstances. From there, we just saw him at the launch of one of the, um, I think it was the transport month where he made a statement to say, and it was a funny statement. And I got to ask myself to say, as a leader of a province who's actually communicating to private sector to actually invest into this project that can actually create so many jobs for the young people and the other people that actually trade during Makufi. You are actually releasing a statement on a raw status and that can actually affect the investment credibility of this province. And, Definitely. And, and the saddest thing is that we will actually fail it will actually kill the economy of this province based on what we say. I mean, there's so many things that we've learned to say, be careful what you say, especially on a public domain. No, but yeah, uh, like you say, it's a story that you will be following up. And another thing that is quite disturbing that came to my attention yesterday, actually I got very disturbed. It's these young girls that are actually disappearing in the, in our province. I don't, particularly, especially in Bloom. And I recently saw there's another one who disappeared yesterday. It was posted late in Paris also. Girls between the ages of 14 to 16 year old. Yeah. 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 No, I think I think when, when it's festive, uh, Mr. Kutsu, we also understand that um, these kind of things, they do happen as much as they are bad, shocking, disturbing, and also hateful they do happen. One of the things that we would expect, at least from the Department of Police, um, is to have police visibility in these areas, because there are people who are at times on a mission when, when it comes to festive, some they are scammers, some they are hijackers, some they are doing business in human trafficking. So. We need more police um, visibility because when you talk about this case, you also remember that um, there's a story that broke um, out yesterday whereby a teenager who's been missing um, for at least two days there in Bloemfontein, Machaka um, Khatebe, her body has been found um, by a bypasser. You know, it's very disturbing. It's happening in Bloemfontein, it's happening in Paris. It's happening in the northwest province, it's happening in Gauteng. So it's a national issue which needs a national leader like Minister Begitele to say, we have realized what is happening, it's festive. Let's not only go to the roads whereby we talk to the motorists, we check their cars and all of those things. Let's also be visible in our townships because this is where these things are taking place. Let's protect young people, women and children especially, because we know at the end of the day, they are the most ones who are affected by these kind of acts. So it's very disturbing. We, we need our police um, officials or officers to come on the ground, to leave their offices, because this is where these things are happening. You would question when these kind of things are happening, where are the police? Where are the mm. community members? Mm. You know, Because mm. it's not happening outside of the community. It's happening in the community we should start to question the percentage of the visibility of police in our communities where black people are living, where most of these people 
are the ones who cannot afford security or private security. And you know, yesterday, um, I, I happened to speak to a couple of community members, uh, especially in Mahaum, and they were actually out in arms hunting these people or hunting for this perpetrator or these perpetrators. I don't know if it's an individual, because according to the statement that I saw, um, the younger brother of that girl actually did pension for when she called the little sister, uh, some guy answered the phone and he actually was demanding money. So meaning this is a case of kidnapping and ransom, which is the latest thing, the latest thing that we are seeing, especially in terms of criminal activities of making money. And the reason why there's, the crime is going up is because of this current economic status that is actually crippling us, especially black people. We need to be fair. I need to be frank about this thing. And you must remember that people, most of the views that I share, they're not of central views. They're, and, and they're not of central news media. They are my views. And from what I see is people are struggling with money financially, especially now. And people will resort to anything. And the saddest thing to her, a little girl who had a bright future ahead of her happened for her life to actually now profit. And because of somebody who was greed, who wanted money and decided to go and take somebody's life, which is something that is totally unacceptable. But now in this current situation, what the economical pressure that is actually affecting us, are actually the cause of this rise. I hear when you say the minister must start being, but now I feel for it. Ministers, I, I, ministers can be taught, but the police are not utilizing the resources according. I mean, like there's measures, how the person is missing. The police has got technology to track down a person's phone. Why when you report a missing case, okay, it's fine, we'll go look for them. Why not start having a division within the police, the intelligence to report to say a person is missing, their phone key, the IP key, one, two, three, four, five. You start tracking down their movements. So we yeah. underutilize our resources. Yeah. Well, one of my yeah. brothers. But yeah. anyway. it's, it's very mm -hmm. disappointing um, that what you are mentioning, uh, when you go and mention such things to uh, the departments, especially from a local level, they don't know some of the things that you are mentioning. They are not even um, aware of what technology can do for them or on behalf of mm. them. You know, so it's it's very disappointing to say, okay, the current government or the current leadership would let people to disappear like this and die, and then only after that they will react. Probably the minister, when he's coming to Free State this week, will talk about it because you also understand in that in of the president um, ministers are expected to come with him some already they are on the ground they are checking on some of the projects that have been delayed or that are incomplete so that when he speaks on thursday he speaks with a report that has been done for these um, few days that are leading up to that imbizo because you'll understand this imbizo it's not an imbizo to hear some of the challenges but it's an mm. imbizo to give people answers to say as the president of the country i've heard what you said in bloemfontein when i came with the pre presidential imbizo now these are the solutions that i have does he have the solutions president ramaphosa 
I'm not sure about that. Solutions, ne? Solutions. Solutions are <laughs> my brother. Yeah, no. Um the past the past five years has been yeah, it's it's been it's been a roller coaster. But you know what I want us to do, ne? I want us to take a break quick, quick. But I want us to come and have a chat with the the president of African Transformation Movement, ATM, the, the new party, but it's no longer new, let me not call it new, that they Zungula. I want us to come and have a conversation with him, especially around the issues of crime, stats, economic issues, going into elections, because in terms of they launched their manifesto campaign also that they say they want to take all these things. So I want us to come and have a conversation with him about that. And we can take it from there because this, yeah. And we we are tiptoeing around topics and our leaders somehow, somewhere tend to make jokes out of it, which is the saddest thing. So my brother, don't go. Uh, let me take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be in conversation with the president of the ATM, the African Transformation Movement. Mr. Weinto, Buyolet. Sorry about the problem. Buyolet. Thank you.